Okay, welcome to Live Love Lux, Manifesting the Life Unlimited. This is Nicole. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I have a special guest today. My guest is Miss Crystal. How are you doing today, Crystal? I'm doing well, thank you. Oh, great. Okay, Crystal. So I want you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I am Crystal. I have three children. I am a former drug addict, um, been clean for 17 years. Awesome. And that's pretty much, that's pretty much my life story in a nutshell. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure you have some stories. I'm sure it's quite the life there. Yes. So tell me about how you is, you're a tarot reader, right? Yes. Yes. So was is tarot reading related to your past or is it, was it some helpful? I mean, tell me a little bit about that. Like how you got into that whole process. Okay. Um, so I got clean and you know, I knew that that wasn't the life for me. I did not want to be miserable and addicted to drugs, but I couldn't really find where I fit in, in the world. And um, my sister actually had one deck of cards that she would pull normally every morning. It was just a message from the angels. She was big into Reiki and tarot cards and all of it. Um, so she kind of got me into it. And at first I didn't believe that it, I thought she was crazy. And I was like, no, nah, this is, you know, but as I started pulling cards for myself, and they fit into my everyday life. Every time that I pulled a card, it was exactly what I needed to hear. I realized that this might be something that I was good at doing. So I bought my first deck and it has just exploded from there. Now, prior to tarot, like that experience, had you had any experience with tarot before? Any other type of metaphysics or anything like that? No, I didn't even believe in anything. I was a lost, a lost soul, just kind of wandering around, not trying, just trying to figure out where I fit in, where I belonged okay. and what I was supposed to be doing here. Okay. So you do tower readings for others now? Yes. I. So how did you make that transition from just pulling cards for yourself to pulling cards for other people? Well, I started gaining confidence when the cards were always on point for me, and I thought maybe my friends and family would enjoy this, and I kind of also just wanted to test the waters and see if um, I was any good at it, mm -hmm. and after I, maybe like the 10th person started telling me like, your cards are always on point, this is exactly what I needed, thank you so much, it was a feeling that I could I can't describe it was something that you know I just knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing and that I wasn't just supposed to be doing it for me and my friends and family I was supposed to be doing it for anyone that needed it okay so do you uh, do you follow like the law of attraction and manifestation yes I believe a lot in it um, okay. in both Okay. Now, how do your, how does that belief either 
affect your tarot reading, support it, enhance it? Like, how do you, how do you connect the two? Um, I guess just the fact that I heard about the law of attraction actually before I heard about, well, not before I heard about tarot cards, but before I actually started believing in tarot cards. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that they go together because they both worked for me. I mean, okay. I don't really know how to explain that anymore. Um, yeah. It just, it all fits together somehow. Okay. Well, like, you know, when you're creating your own, own reality, I guess uh, the, the, when you're creating your own reality and then you have somebody who can see your future, like, I, I guess I'm curious is, do you hear things, do you hear things from your spirit guides, from your angels? Do they, t or do you see images? Like, are you tapping into that other, that person's like desires as well as, do you know what I mean? How's that process work? Like, how's that connected? Okay. So when I'm doing a reading, I try to absolutely clear my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, if I, if I, if I'm reading the words and a certain word pops out, I will say it. If like okay. I'm reading the words and there's a certain color, I'll say it. And I have had a point where I have been in a reading and someone else speaks through me and I will stop after I say the words and I'm like, whoa, that didn't come from me. Like, <laughs> so, um, I do feel like I tap into something else, um, you know, into that person's life, whatever they mm -hmm. need. And sometimes, you know, it's a passed away loved one. Sometimes it's just a, a spirit guide or an angel. Um, and I don't really have any control over what it is. I just kind of open myself up to whatever that person needs from that reading. And I give mm -hmm. it to them the best that I can. Now, do you have a story of like your most profound reading, like your most like OMG, like holy crap, uh, you know, where and where you got feedback from the person you were reading for that, like, how could you possibly know that? Like, do you have any stories like that? I do. Um, one of my mom's best friends, I considered her an aunt all my life. She asked me for a reading one time and in the middle of the reading, she stopped me. She put her hand on my arm and she said, when I died, because she had died on the table during a heart attack or a heart operation after a heart attack. Um, and she was clinically dead for seven minutes or something like that. And okay. then they brought her back. She asked me in the middle of the reading, she said, when I got there, and I didn't really know where there was, she said, when I got there, I saw my son. Now he had passed away. Mm -hmm. She said, I saw, you know, my brother. I saw this person. I saw that person. Where was my mom? And out of my mouth came the words, she was with you beside you at the table. That's why oh, she wow. wasn't there. And as soon as I said it, I got chills throughout my body. I just started bawling. I was like, I yes. have no idea where that came from. And she's like, that's exact. I never thought of that, but that's exactly what I needed to hear. I just was so afraid that when I do die, I'm not going to see my mom because she isn't there. And right. was, I mean, still, it's <clears throat> yeah. that was 
definitely the most like wow moment had during a reading no I kind of got just like a little chill from that too just like okay that that's profound yeah that's profound so when you have experiences like that with people I mean gosh how does that feel for you it feels good because yeah she definitely needed to hear that because she was afraid of dying. Um, she yeah. has since passed away. And I think that she was afraid of dying because she was afraid she wouldn't see her mom. Right. So that to me, there is nothing that, I mean, that is one of the most awesome things that I could have done. And I, I don't feel that I did anything other than just be open to whatever she needed to hear. And that's what I try to do in my readings. I try to just stay open to what the person that is coming to me for a reading needs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes those big wow moments happen. And sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, the words in the cards kind of click in their head and it's exactly what they need to hear. Okay. So I would like you to tell me a little bit about what you offer how people can reach out to you if they want a reading, um, do, what kind of readings do you offer? What's, what is your setup like? Okay, so um, I have a Facebook page called Crystal's Corner. Crystal spelled with a K, corner spelled with a C. Um, I offer pretty much any kind of readings. I can offer tarot cards, oracle cards. I also have a pendulum that I use sometimes. It depends on the situation. Um, I I don't really want to be like an open book to talk to ghosts or anything. <laughs> but um, you know, people ask you for that. Yes, they and do. sometimes <laughs> people do. They need to hear from someone specific, and that I think is where the pendulum comes in a little okay. bit more handy than the cards. But there are some situations where I just don't feel comfortable with going to that extent. So, but, um, as of right now, you can only reach me on Facebook. Um, I am going to try to branch out a little bit to some other things and like YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, I do like three card draws for free for, um, my Facebook group and, you know, I usually have a crystal or I say pick one, two or three, and then I send you the reading in a private message. So it's not for the whole world to know what you're, um, you know, trying to get out of it or what your reading is about. And I was offering 30 minutes for $15 or an hour for $25. Um, I, I don't really know if that's the pricing that I want to go with. Mm -hmm. I think that um, every reading is going to be different mm -hmm. and I'm kind of just going with my guides on that one. You know, okay. um, if you hit me up and we end up on the phone for two hours, that might not cost you, you know, $200. That might cost you $20. I kind of just go with whatever I'm being told to do. And okay. um, sometimes that means free but we all have materialistic needs and bills to pay and kids to support and all that. So, um, do you have like a cash app or a PayPal? Is that, is that how people can pay you? Yes. I have the Facebook pay option, cash okay. app, Venmo. 
I kind of have tried to open up um, many different because everybody uses something different. Everybody uses something different. Yeah. Not everybody's comfortable with Cash App. So I have um, everything pretty much that, that I've ever heard of to be able to pay with. Right. So if someone's listening to this, what would be the first step to kind of reach you through your Facebook group? Or do you have an email or a, do you, what would be the first step if somebody says, okay, I definitely need a reading from Crystal yesterday. So. I would say the Facebook option is the best okay. um, or even just messaging me on my personal Facebook, okay. um, which is Crystal, spell the K, Sipe, S-E-I-P-P. Um, there's not anybody other than me with that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's where I'm at currently, but I do plan on branching out, like I said, to other options. Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you personally, what do you feel like your greatest manifestation has been, your best manifestation has been in regards to the law of attraction and manifesting? Okay. Well, with the law of attraction, I... needed a house we needed a home we were renting we were throwing away so much money they weren't fixing anything we lived with black mold we lived with just oh, no. all terrible conditions and i came out here where i live now i live at the end of a cul-de-sac and it was empty okay. just the field and i sat in my car and i said i deserve this and i want this and i need this and my family needs this and i imagined my home Mm -hmm. In that field, I imagined my kids playing in that yard. I imagined all of it. And then I started taking steps towards it. And I okay. think that is the biggest problem when people hear the law of attraction and manifestation. They think, oh, I can just think it and it's going to appear. Mm -hmm. It's not the case. You have to take the proper steps to move towards that goal. You can't just want it enough. You have to, you know, put in the work behind it. And we sure did. I, yeah. we put in our inseptic tank, um, oh, wow. 30,000 tons of rock oh by hand goodness. with nothing but a shovel and a wheelbarrow. <laughs> um, you really put some back. work into that house. Okay. Yeah, we definitely had to put the work in, but I have a beautiful home now. I have four and a half acres here. We have, oh, you know, wow. my kids have dirt bike trails and, yeah. you know, we've, We've really made it into exactly what I imagined on that day. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful story. I love I love success stories because I think it gives people hope. It gives right. people hope and, you know, that you're not just spinning your wheels. And I guess I would ask you is, what do you think is the biggest help for people if they feel like they're not manifesting what their desires, whether it be love, home, money? What do you think? what's what would your advice be to them on how the to deal with advice that is to look deep down inside of yourself and know that you deserve whatever it is that you want mm -hmm. because that was the, that was my biggest struggle was realizing that I wasn't just a junkie I wasn't just a miserable person I wasn't just a mom I am a person that is so powerful, but I didn't trust that. And once I did trust that, everything else just fell into place. 
everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people struggle is they want something really bad, but they don't believe that they deserve it. They don't, they don't have that self-confidence yeah. to get to that point of, okay, this is mine. And mm-hmm. when, when I go for a job interview, I walk in there like, I already have this job. This is yes. my job. I own this. And yeah. then I get the job. It just, yeah. you have to have that, you know, self-confidence and you really have to look deep down inside of yourself to get it. And it's, it's a hard process because you also have to admit all of your flaws and all of the terrible things about you and you have to bring them out and, and, and work through them. And that is a hard process. But I tell you, I say all the time, this world would be awesome if everyone would just acknowledge, accept, and move forward from their mm-hmm. own crap. You know, yes. you, you yeah. accept their own crap. You say, okay, I'm not that great of a person in this aspect. Okay, I'm going to acknowledge that. I'm going to accept that about myself. And then I'm going to move forward and try to be better. Mm-hmm. Imagine how great the world would be if everyone did that. Just took oh. a second to look at themselves. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like when you're having your realizations about yourself, it's like, I didn't even realize that about me. You know, I think I'm a good person, but really I'm not that good, but I can change, you know, I can improve. And that's important to know, you know, I think that's, that's on the side of going up versus going down, you know? So, so, okay, Crystal. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you today. And, um, Thank you for your insight, your answers. Um, I believe that very well thought off. I think anybody who engages with you, it's a blessing and a gift. And I, I appreciate you sharing your gift with the world, you know, figuring out how to best serve people while, you know, living your life and living your dream and your passion. So I give you kudos for that. And I hope that you continue. And I hope that your, your tarot grows and that you can affect as many people as possible. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, so that's the show for today. This has been live, love, Lux manifesting the life unlimited crystal. I'm sorry. How do you pronounce your last name? Sipe. Sipe. Crystal Sipe. She's on Facebook. Crystal's corner, crystal with a K corner with a C. Check her out, get a reading pay her (laughs) so you know and i will talk to you soon and hey welcome to your life thank you yeah oh if you don't